Ever since I started working, um, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. So that means that every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Listen to me, you deaf fuck. I offered you a chance when we could have done something. I offered you a chance and you blew it. You blew it. God damn it. I'm a person too. You're a moron. I don't give a damn about you or the world. That's the truth. For this, I could say I'm sorry, but I won't. Why should I? I mean, who the hell are you anyways, you audience? But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. All right, welcome back to The Lame Show. My name is Charlie Alamo. I've been discussing, as of late, the uh, first time that I went up to Alaska and subsequently what transpired afterwards. So where we last left off, if I do remember correctly, I was going to start talking about how my cousin Tyson came up to Alaska when I was there. And uh, so to to kind of backtrack a little bit, we've already made it. We've had our border crossing uh, adventure. If you didn't listen to the last episode, I went through all that uh, transpired there. I went through most of what transpired there, but uh, you get the general, general gist of what happened. And uh, so... We go, and my cousin Tyson ends up coming up to work there. I believe he had already worked there as well the previous year or had employment or something. I I, I forget his... Listen, I can't remember everything that happened, you know what I mean? Especially when it didn't concern me. So I forget how he ended up getting up there if he already had a job or what the deal was with that. So we go and pick him up in Whitehall, Alaska, which is... Uh, maybe an hour away from Skagway, where we were at in Alaska. So we go and pick him up at the bus stop. He had gotten robbed, not robbed. He had had some stuff stolen from him, like a bag. And he showed up with two fucking guitars. Like, who are you? Easy, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck shows up with two guitars? Those two guitars, by the way, will come back later on in the story when I go to leave and... It caused me a bunch of fucking bullshit, but we'll get to that later on. Anyway, we pick him up, go eat, have a couple drinks, come back. We uh, are staying at this time in one of the apartment complex things that were built when the town was built. So it smells like a miner's asshole. It is. It smells like dry rot, sea air fucking just mildew and mold it smells like somebody was killed in this fucking place it did it literally smelled like it was killed thank god that i started work like the next day so i only really had to hang out there at night to just go to sleep because it fucking dude that place smelled so fucking bad so bad i used to hate when i would have to deliver food there just because it reeked it fucking reeked man So we lived there for about, uh, I'd say, two weeks or so, maybe a week and a half. And then Devin had his trailer shipped up from Montana. So we moved into a camping trailer. Now, he, Devin took the big room, of course, up in the front there uh, under uh, where the gooseneck is. And I took the couch because Devin's like, Charlie gets couch as soon as we got in there. Charlie gets couch. I was like, I don't really care where I sleep. Thank God that he said that because this poor son of a bitch Tyson had to, he slept on the bed. Or on the uh, table that folded into a bed. Most uncomfortable piece of shit fucking ever. He had to fold up the table every morning. The best was Devin get get up. I want to use the I want to use the table. 
and Tyson would have to put all of his stuff together and he'd put his computer on there and then he'd be like, all right, I got to go to work. And he'd never use the fucking table. It was the best. He used to, he did it almost every fucking morning and it made me laugh every fucking day. Every day that he did it, it made me laugh. They had just built a skate park up in uh, Skagway as well, which comes into play right now because we were skating there and doing uh, whatever. So like the week before, we were still living at the apartments. This wasn't even at the trailer yet. And Tyson hurt himself right before he was starting going to start work. And that was a whole big ordeal. And again, I was working at the time, so I don't really remember what happened. I just remember that his arm was all fucked up and bandaged. And it looked like he had Hulk arm. Like it was all swollen up weird. It was really, really weird. And uh, I'm glad that happened to him and not me. Although I I will say I broke my fucking... um, I broke my finger, though, my middle finger, getting the motorcycle out of the back of Devin's truck, drunk. If the fucking, my hand slipped off the front brake and the back tire went whoop right out of the tailgate and I fucking caught my finger and went and it broke and it was nuts. So trying to wash dishes with a fucking taped up finger was the worst. That's what I did. That was probably the only dumb thing um, injury wise that I did while I was up there. Other than that, I, it was just like, fuck, dude, I don't have insurance. I can't afford to get anything like that i'm not tyson he didn't have insurance either he just i don't know what he did if i don't know what he did with his medical thing i'm not going to speak to anybody's fucking thing all i knew was that i can't get hurt because i don't have insurance and uh, i can't really afford to pay for it let alone up here in alaska where who knows if you're going to get good medical care not saying that they didn't but you know if they can't fix you there it's not like it's a 15 minute drive in the car it's a trip to go to either Juno or Fairbanks, which I never went to Fairbanks. Did go to Juno. That was kind of cool. Juno, and um, yeah, it's uh, Juno is actually really neat because they got that big uh, glacia in the background there when you fly in. I flew in, and I also took the ferry into Juno, which is how I left the first time in Alaska with Tyson. Was on the ferry, and uh, that's a great story as well which we again we will get to that's going to be the last part that goes into the whole guitar story so if you're enjoying these just keep keep listening and we're we're almost getting there next episode or two because i'm running out of stuff that happened up there also in the last episode i talked about how tyson was there when i quit uh my first of two jobs that i had because i was at first i was just supposed to be a dishwasher and uh, at the corner cafe and then cook at the pizza station right next door at night and do sling pizzas and what have you which was fine because again you need a job like that especially with the cost of living I was I'm gonna be completely honest with you I was taking so much fucking food from the places that I worked at I mean tons of it it got to the point where at first I would only bring a pizza home then these two savages that are my cousins would fucking tear into it. I wouldn't even get a slice because I'm taking a fucking shower trying to get ready to fucking unwind for the night. So finally it got to the point where, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the fucking uh, delivery truck, drop off their pizza first, before like an hour before I get off work. So that way these fucking ravenous fools, ravenous, ravenous, ravenous fools are fucking full and I, I don't have to worry about it i can just bring my pizza home and fucking eat and fucking be fine so i was taking i mean listen i know how to run a good scam so anything that you needed for a, a home to uh you know toilet paper paper towels things of this nature little things that add up but 
when you can get them for free, are definitely, you know, well used, if that makes any sense. I know, here's another Tyson story. We were, I was absconding with a few things one evening, and uh, I saw one of the people that I work with, and he's like, Charlie, what are you doing with those paper towels? And his name was Swayze, and I said, hey, Swayze, what are you doing riding that bike with no fucking seat on it? Making a reference that he was sitting on the pole and there was no seat on that bicycle. And he didn't say anything, and he rode right off, and I never heard anything again about him. So, what are you going to do? That was just one of the many times that uh, I almost... Well, he was the only person that caught me... Not even caught me, because I was a few blocks away. He's like, what are you doing with those people? He didn't know where where they came from, so go, he can go fuck himself. So, I ended up quitting uh, working at the corner, because that dude was just a raging alcoholic, and it's... You can't work... If you've ever worked with a raging alcoholic... It's not fun, especially when they're the owner. They are out of their mind. One day I was out there smoking, uh, burning a number in the dry storage area, and he came out there and dressed me down. So I was like, you know what, man? I finished my day that day. I did my work at this uh, pizza station. I thought about it. The next day I walked in there and I said, you know what, bro? I quit. He's like, well, at least you're going to help me out for today. I was like, no. What a part of I quit don't you understand? When somebody quits... They don't then turn around and help you out for a fucking rest of the... He asked me if I was going to help him for the rest of the week. Will you help me for the rest of the week? What? I quit, bro. I fucking quit. I'm not going to work here anymore. That do- that means that I want my fucking money, and if you try to fuck me out of it, I know where you fucking live and work, and I see you every night, so I'm going to get it no matter what. You can't dodge me on this one. And I got paid, and I worked at the uh, pizza station there for- for the, uh, the rest of the time that I was in Alaska. And it was great because then that gave me more free time to actually experience Alaska and go and do some stuff, hang out with some people, meet new people. For one thing, you can't meet new people when you're working 12 hours a day, 13 hours a day. It just doesn't, it doesn't compute. That was some of the craziest work schedule. I would get done at like 3 o'clock because that's when the corner closed, and I would go home for about an hour and a half until 5.30, and then, or until, no, I would go home until about 5.15, and then I would have to walk. No, it was, yeah, because I had to, it was about 15 minutes for me to walk to where I worked and where the trailer was, which wasn't bad. It, it's whatever. You know what I mean? You listen to some music. Uh, you get a, a tall, uh, a 40-ouncer from the, the liquor store in the paper bag, and you walk down the street, and you have a drink, and you you do your thing. Get ready, go back home, burn as many wheels as you can get possible into you, maybe take a fucking 45-minute nap, then it's time to get up and start walking again, go back to work. It's just what I did for a whole summer, and uh, I'd do it again, too, if the situation was right, but you gotta be... I'm I'm glad that I did it up there, too, because I needed to make money, and I, I really didn't have anything going on the first couple months that I was there, you know what I mean? I partied and I drank away stuff, so it was nice to stack up some cash. That's where the shoebox full of money came, because my bed was the couch, and the couch part flipped up underneath, so I would keep, I bought a brand new pair of shoes, and uh, wore the shit out of them and uh, in the empty box, and I kept all my tip money and just just bunch of money, and then whenever I needed anything, oh, just grab out of the shoebox, it was sick. That was a good time. Boy, it, I mean, I, as I sit here and reminisce about Alaska, it was a great time, both times. The first time more so than the second. The second time was pretty cool, too, but that's a whole other story for a different day and a different show. So let's see, where did I end up? I ended up quitting my first job, and then, uh, oh, yes, yes, I can tell the time about when I saw the lesbian get knocked out. 
we'll save that for tomorrow's show or the next show. And uh, I can tell you all about that. We'll talk about some bar chicanery that uh, went down, and we will also talk about uh, just some of the runnings around in Alaska. And then we'll end. Uh, we'll get ready to end the first time that I went to Alaska, and I'll briefly talk about when I went to Connecticut afterwards. How does that sound to you? That sounds good to me. Now we just got it planned out a little bit, and uh, I like that. So. Thank you for listening and checking out this show. Of course, you can go to facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. I'm on Twitter at CCA Production. And again, thank you for listening. My name is Charlie Lamo. I'll be talking, but will you be listening? Tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal.